0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to Behind The Game Face. I'm your host, Mitch Fosberg. Sorry about the two-week delay in between episodes here, Uh, juggling not only this podcast, but Bruin and Bold, having to cover both wrestling and softball there for a short while and a full 15-hour credit schedule. It could be a little hard to juggle here now and then. Plus, also, I didn't really line up the interviews properly in account for spring break. But anyway, we are back, and this week we are back. I have here on the show today, we have Michael Riley and Grant Weber from the CMU Club Dodgeball team. The duo discusses how they stumbled upon the club in the first place, how they're preparing for the 2018 National Tournament after they've been runners-up the past three years, and also what other game this club enjoys. So... Without further ado, here's Michael and Grant from the CMU Club Dodgeball Team. Alright, I am joined back here in our studio with two members from the Central Michigan Club Dodgeball Team. I am joined here first by Captain Michael Riley. Michael, how are you doing tonight?
1: I'm doing well, how are you?
0: Can't complain. And I also have here with us Grant Weber. Grant, how are you doing tonight?
1: Pretty good, pretty good.
0: Good, alright. So, first question I have for you, where are you guys from?
1: I'll start this one off. I'm from Royal Oak, Michigan, which is, if you're unfamiliar, it's like Metro Detroit area. Uh, about 10 minutes from Metro Detroit, so born and raised in Royal Oak. Yeah,
2: agree. I am straight down the road from in Sterling Heights, Michigan. You shoot down the road, Big Beaver, probably 10, 15 minutes away from Riley.
0: All right, then uh, growing up, uh, what sports were you guys interested in? What would you play to help of get you the dodgeball?
2: Um, baseball's been main sport. Uh, traveled all the way up, played through high school. It was not good enough for college. Found dodgeball, carried it right into it.
1: Uh, same. I played uh football, baseball, basketball, like the the three seasonal sports as you come up and then uh, I did come here for baseball, actually. I played uh played about two months of varsity baseball here at Central Michigan and then I got academically dismissed. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good story. And uh then as a baseball player will tell you you need an outlet for your arm. I mean, I grew up nonstop throwing, always practicing and I need to throw something and that uh, was dodgeball for me, and it was the only thing I could find. My parents banned baseball, so next best thing.
0: All right, so let me ask you here, what's, what had the academic issue there your first two months?
1: Well, I was uh, incredibly irresponsible. I was definitely not ready for college my <laughs> freshman year, and all I did was play baseball. And I, the, the new idea that you could skip class was crazy to me. Uh, I never skipped a class in high school, and so the fact that I could just miss it if I wanted to uh, kind of overtook my life, and so I just stopped going. And uh, they got caught up quick. It was, a, it was a rough first semester.
2: Yeah, the coaches frowned upon that.
1: Yeah, oh, <laughs> no, they opted it frequently.
0: So you mentioned you play college athletics. Uh, Grant, you did not. Uh, when did that moment kind of realize for you that, you know, pay, pay me playing college baseball wasn't going to happen?
2: Well, when I didn't make the team scene in a year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got that hard cut. That uh, our high school team was very loaded with talent. Um, that whole entire starting roster went somewhere to play baseball for college. You know whether it was wow. D two, D one. I know actually one kid got drafted to the Cubs last year in the sixteenth round. So wow. very loaded. I like to say that, but still thought I was good enough to make the team. But that's when I realized you know it's time to move on. <laughs>
0: now with baseball, what positions did you guys start? Your pitchers and feelers, outfielders.
2: Um, Shortstop, center field. Okay.
1: I was a pitcher and a catcher as a battery, All which right. was brutal on my arm.
0: I can only imagine how bad yeah. it is. So. You get here in Central Michigan, all of a sudden, or how'd you, well, baseball players obviously have big arms. My brother plays in Concordia right now, so mm-hmm. I understand, you know, you got to be able to throw the ball. How did you guys stumble upon the dodgeball team?
1: So, mine was like a, almost like a romantic story. That's how I think of it. Every time I recall the story. I was just like, it was a second semester of my freshman year. I was cut last semester, and I was like, just looking for something to do. And I lived in the Towers at the time in Cobb. And I was waiting in the elevator and as I was waiting there like outside for it a poster or like a flyer fell off the wall And I was like being responsible. I was like, I'll pick it up I'll put it back on there. And it was the dodgeball flyer believe it or not And so I was looking at it as I was putting it back on the wall and I was like dodgeball I always liked it in gym class and I need something to do. I love throwing. I was like, I'll go check it out Whatever and then I I caught the fire and couldn't stop going after that and it became like my absolute passion
2: Similar to that, I'm very good at dodgeball in school, high school growing up. Um, I didn't struggle academically, but I know last year when I um, joined as a, so this is my second year, so I joined as a junior. I was on a slippery slope, but not because academically because alcohol violations in the dorms <laughs> were not good, but I finally moved out and I got into my uh, apartment and, you know when I, my junior year I was like I need something to do. And just scrolling through the club page and I saw dodgeball. And I looked at their like Facebook profile page, and I saw the national championship they won in 2013, and I was like, if I can be a national champion, that'd be pretty crazy. I know it's not a Super Bowl, it's not the World Series, or anything like that, but... It's third. It's, it's definitely third. third. <laughs> How many people can say they've been a national champion? That's why it was big for me, so I'm all about that. All right, so now we're going to move into our first segment,
0: we call one word. So I'm going to throw a scenario at you guys, or, or a subject or something. You can just grab it in one word and explain your reason why. So... First day of classes. Michael, I'll let you go
1: first. First day of classes. I'm going to go with unprepared. All right. And uh, oh, you want to answer yours first? Get your word in there. Oh, easy. Oh, that's, <laughs> so that's a good one. Syllabus. Syllabus. Syllabus, yeah.
0: So unprepared. Why unprepared?
1: Uh, because I'm a very last minute uh, procrastinator. I don't get books till about two, three weeks in. I don't do anything in that sort of matter. I like to until uh, I need to. Diamonds are made under pressure, and uh, so every time like the first week of class hits, I'm always like, already, I'm so unprepared.
2: Um, I guess if I could change it to syllabus dash week, you know, make that one word what easy. Uh, I don't know. It's that first week you come back to class. Everyone knows it's welcome weekend, both, uh, you know, fall semester and spring semester when you come back. It's, you know, it's like the same thing. Everyone's ready to get back. You know, you don't have homework those first days of class it's just, right there, it's a week of having fun and enjoying yourself before you get right back to the grind.
0: Right on, right on. I'll grant, you can answer this one first. Um, your thoughts before your first practice for the dodgeball team?
2: God, I I was a shy kid. I was a little, honestly, I was a little nervous, because I, I didn't know what to expect. I mean, you come in and play dodgeball, it's totally different than what, like, we describe it as, you know, the movie, it's the same thing with the balls, but there's so much more into it. There's... There's rules that are better over than they're just catching a ball and throwing it. There's a shot clock. I had no idea what that was. I'm going into practice. People are screaming, you know, 10, 9, 8, and all that. I'm like, what? That's what's going on? There's, like, so much more strategy to it that behind me that, you know, you're kind of just like a sit and duck at first.
1: That was the worst one-word answer I ever heard. <laughs>
2: Is it supposed to be one word. It's alright, man.
1: I mean, it made me. I thought
2: we were skip moving on to the next question. I know All alright. Nervous. I said nervous. (laughs) He said nervous, in there he was. I explained it.
1: Um, I'm an exact polar opposite. I was confident. I'd even say cocky, and uh, because I was a, I was the gym class hero. You know, we'd go into gym class with dodgeball week in high school, and I was like, I'm, I'm being picked first. I already know. I was all. Up in my own stuff, and then so I was like, the the club team, this team, I'll go over there, I'll smack everyone around, and so I was like super uh, on top of the mound, and then when I got there, it was like a reality check. I was like, whoa, this is this is a whole new game that I just entered.
0: Which ties into my next question: Your thoughts after the first practice? You can go first, your Mike.
1: All right, so yeah, so after the first one, I was just like, I was kind of taken back. I was like, this is not but I was expecting to go and just be able to throw everybody out, but everyone's got strong arms now, and ev- there is no weak link And the strategy and uh, changing the ball size to what you guys see in the movies to everyone in gym class uses those foam ones. Um, that was weird, and then there's the strategy, uh, how to grip the ball. It's like you can pinch around the, the nipple of the ball a little bit, and you can, like, grab some speed and uh, some spin on it, and everyone was doing that, and I was, like, trying to figure it out. It was, why is everyone throwing harder than me? And it was just uh, – I was taken back, and – and ready to become a student rather than uh, thinking I was top of the pack.
0: All right, so in one word, you could describe that. Yeah,
2: is that worse than my one-word answer? <laughs>
1: yeah, humble. Uh, humble, all right, humble. humble like that. Yeah. Grant, One word. after your
0: first practice, one word and describe it.
1: Pissed.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know, because you're there, people are just taking balls out of your hands because you don't know what you're doing. And we had so much talent on our roster last year that, I mean, there's honestly like a problem with our team is – Everyone needed a ball on their hand. But, you know, you come in there as a rookie, they like, here, give me the ball, because you don't know what you're doing, really. If you go you go up there by yourself, you're just out there on the island, sit and duck, you're just going to get blasted. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I was pissed because people were taking balls out of hand, and I, I wasn't getting the hand, hang of it like everyone else had. All right. Now we, got this guy, now we got this coming up. The 2018 National
0: Tournament.
1: Ooh, that excites me just hearing it.
0: Grant, I'll let you go first this one.
2: One word. Win. I mean, obviously, but last year I got my taste of it losing in the um, national championship game in second place. It's a, it's a bitter feeling. But this year we had that 18 0 start, uh, you know, had our dreams crushed of going undefeated. But we're over that now. Have a weekend coming up where we get to redeem ourselves for that loss. And, you uh, the confidence is pretty high going into nationals. We've had one goal the whole year that will always stay until we get to that point, and that's to. Bring it back home to Central and win the national title. All right, Michael, one word, 2018
0: national championships.
1: I'm going to have to go with the finale. I'm going to have to pick finale because so this will be my fifth year on the team, and I've been chasing it for each, each of those years, and for the last three, we've come in second place, and we're finally – the number one team we finally have all the talent all the strategy uh we're sitting pretty where we want to be the team's drive to win is at an all-time high and when we get to the national championship which we will it's just like finally it's finally here uh and within reach and hopefully and i think we will be able to grab it this time
0: now the last question here for one word Grand Valley State University. Bombs. <laughs> 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 Bombs.
1: Right. Uh, they're just, they've been in those three games, the three national champions that uh, we've been to and come in second place, and Grand Valley has come in first place each time. They are our mortal enemies. They've won, is it five times in a row now? Yeah. Yeah, they've won five times in a row. Oh, they're very good, but this is this is the year. They're just... Bombs. They have always had great strategy, and they always seem to somehow come out and have our number, but this year, it's different. Average. (laughs) Average, Average, and they look like average people.
2: There's nothing, there's not like a single their team that looks like, wow, that kid's athletic. There's a couple teams out across the league, you know. There's a couple teams, like kids on our team, they're like, yeah, they're athletic kids. JMU has a couple kids that are like, yeah, they're athletic. Nobody on their team looks like they're going to be flat-out studs, but they have a few of them. And they also have good coaching, and I don't know how coaching can play a role, but I think FedEx has a role in that so somehow.
1: Yeah, he definitely instills. Yeah. All
0: right, this has been our first segment called One Word, brought to you by no one because we still don't have sponsors. <laughs> so, back to the next set of questions here. Ex- explain to me exactly how dodgeball works here at your level. I mean, is it like a six-on-six six, you can see in the movies, or how is that – How is it, work here at the college level?
1: So it used to be 15-on-15 15 15 on a full gym court. Uh, it's been recently changed this year to be 12-on-12. 12 12. We, uh, we thought 15-on-15 15 15 was too many. The court got kind of cluttered. Games were a little longer. And so uh, we changed it to 12-on-12. 12 12. And how it works is um, you have to eliminate the entire team. You have two 25-minute halves, and then you just keep playing out each half. If you get the entire team out, it's one point. And then you reset and start over and play out the half. And then the team with the most points at the end of the game wins the game. And there's no, uh, if we have 10 people and they have 8 people, we get a point. So you have to get the whole team out. Even if there's just one left, uh, you get no points unless you get everybody out. And a hit's a hit. Uh, a catch brings uh, one of your teammates back in and gets them, them out. And that's, that's the standard move.
2: Uh, uh, and then if you're tied at the end of the full length of the game, there's overtime mm. called OT6. It's 6-on-6. Six six. Um, the shot clock goes from 15 seconds down to 10 seconds. Um, shot clock is a little difficult to explain, but I'll give it my best shot. Um, basically, to reset your shot clock, you have to throw the ball that so it's in play within the other team's player. So it can't be like way over his head. has to be in play. It's like something he can make a play on, catch it, or even get hit. Uh, but the 10 second shot clock really picks up the pace. And if you don't reset your shot clock and the ball doesn't come over, all the balls have to go over to the other team. So you're just at a disadvantage immediately. All
1: right.
0: So are there actually similarities to the movie, the Esna Classic, with Ben Stiller and Vince Vaughn?
1: Absolutely. There's absolute similar. same thing with like uh, the throw line. You can walk up to the throw line, the um, catching, blocking. If it hits your ball, you're not out. Stuff like that. Um, team jerseys, although not as extravagant. Uh, <laughs> we don't talk about <laughs> jerseys. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I think the movie portrays it perfectly, and it's just at a smaller scale. And yeah. obviously, with with the comedic aspect to it, but if you just take out the comedic aspect and increase the scale, and it's I think it's a spot on, yeah. No,
2: there's I mean, there's just, I think the biggest difference is
1: just the strategy. It's it and then some of yeah. the rules. Yeah.
2: All right.
0: So there's no committee in actual college dodgeball. Am I correct in that statement? Was it? Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a, 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 board. Oh, okay. a board. We have a board. Okay, yeah. team. So there's three or five or how many is there? How many's on our I think eight on I think our board. Eight, yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now my next question is: Chuck Norris on that board? Chuck Norris is not on that know. board. Couldn't oh. get a hold of him. Thank goodness.
1: <laughs> i to make a rule proposal for that next year. I <laughs> <laughs> lost his number last yeah. time he gave it to me. <laughs>
0: <laughs> All right. So, you mentioned, Michael, you mentioned a hero camp baseball deal for a second there. Then, Grant, I, uh, you know, you cranked my Mega team. How'd you guys end up here at Central? Grant, you can go first here on this one.
2: God, uh, they gave me a scholarship. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't know if, I know the first time the uh, campus I visited was MSU. I'm a diehard Michigan fan, but I obviously wasn't getting to Michigan. Uh, not the smartest kid. And I, probably, I didn't really even try because I knew they wouldn't give me money. State didn't give me any money. My parents were like, you have to go to Central. But I mean, without a doubt, way better decision I made than going to MSU.
1: Uh, I just came here based on sports. Um, I was trying to go somewhere for baseball and this was the biggest college that offered me a scholarship. And so I could have got like a, a better scholarship to a smaller name college, but I wanted to try my hand at the biggest college that would offer me one, and this was Central Michigan, so.
0: Why well, are schools registered at in you at the time?
1: Um, I, Rochester College gave me a full, but I was like, a couple of my buddies went there, I shouldn't want it, it was too small. Then Western gave me a little one. Um, and then Grand Valley was thinking about it. I wanted to go to Grand Valley. That would have been sweet. Yeah. My team. initial plan was to go to Grand Valley, really? which is crazy just for how the dodgeball scheme worked out. Exactly. <laughs> that there are absolute enemies, but, uh. Yeah, they they uh they wouldn't pull the trigger on their offer so i wanted to jump on the central one for it was taken away
0: you mentioned western there for a little bit mm-hmm. uh, did you was there ever a big debate between western and central for you or? i'm never
1: i was never early into the rivalry um of the school so like i wasn't like well i hate one and, and love the other before i came here you know mm-hmm. and so i was just uh touring campuses and then looking at the basically the financial deal they gave me that's that was my only concern all right so what
2: are you guys studying right now What are your majors I'm studying information systems, so I'll be graduating this year, and then after that I'll be going to work for Ernst Young. Okay, my next question, Falbez, is, is what exactly is information systems? <laughs> uh, it's a um, language. Yeah, well, if you've ever been to business school, it's uh, one of the classes you take, it's really SAP based, it's called BUS 301, and based on how I describe it, is, uh, it's like the bridge between um, the business world and technology. And what I'll be doing is, you know, helping companies see the key picture with technology being the key driver. It sucks. It's not like, it's not computer-based tech stuff. It's like, you know, I'm not like building computers or anything like that. It's more like solving problems for companies. So, like, so I'll be like a consultant slash advisor.
0: Okay. And Michael?
1: Uh, I'm not going into that. <laughs> I am a, a marketing major with a legal studies minor. And uh, I flirted with law school for a little while uh, decided... That's too much schooling. So um, I'm going into market research, and I'm currently looking at, like, Pace and Gongus for market research firms. They're based around Metro Detroit.
0: Okay. Um, you guys mentioned came out early. You maybe a bit overwhelmed with dodgeball, but when was there a certain point for both you guys you felt the game started to make sense, started to click, you started seeing success? Robert, uh,
2: that? Yeah, well, I guess it would be easy for me because I'm fresh out of it. It's my, only my second year, like I said. So when I first started, I sat the whole first semester of tournaments, obviously because I didn't. It was good to I didn't have a good grasp of the game. But when we came back that second semester, that's when I first got my starting spot in the starting roster. And it helps when you have uh, you know everyone on that team on our team is really encouraging, and I think I had at least one every person on that team and give me some piece of advice somewhere down the line. So it as you go, I got more comfortable in was doing, and then. As you get better and better, you know, you trust your arm more, you trust, like, your hands more, and you trust, like, decisions you make a lot more.
1: I'd say it probably took me three months uh, before I really settled into, uh, I felt like I had understanding. And I, like, always feel like I'm improving and understanding, like, small nuances better, but to get, like, the general grasp, I'd say three months. Because I joined halfway through, and then when I hit the first Nationals, which is always in April, uh, I think that Nationals tournament, really, like, settled in of I was able to watch 30 teams go at it and and kind of like, all right, this is why they did this, this is why we did that. And then to get that game time experience at the national level um, after, like, culminating those three months of practice, I was like, all right, I, I now understand what we're doing and how teams win.
0: All right. Now we move on to our second segment. Cue the music. It's time for Hot Takes. So, gentlemen, your first hot take question.
2: Does pineapple belong? Absolutely Absolutely not. <laughs> here we go, here we go. <laughs>
1: Michael,
0: you're
1: 41st. Absolutely. I mean, a barbecue chicken pineapple pizza. The pineapple just sits with that sweetness while you get the pizza flavoring to bring it down to a base level. I think that's just the perfect compliment. I don't know.
2: All right. The man himself, Gordon Ramsay, even said it doesn't belong on pizza. Uh, He's a I like pineapple. I think it's good cold. I have no idea why people like it when it's warm. That just is beyond me. That's a mystery. All right.
0: So. We mentioned the Ashes movie earlier. Which of the five D's feels more important? Dodge, duck, dip, dive, or dodge? dodge? Which is most important? Dodge. It's
1: in there twice. It's in there twice for uh, a reason. It's definitely <laughs> dodge. <laughs> so,
0: so, so ducking, dipping, and diving, whatever, not that big of an issue. You Just can not worry about dodging. I mean, yeah, yeah, about dodging.
2: diving. It's not. I feel like it's an um,
1: dodge is an umbrella for all. Yeah, of those, yeah, all that's why. See, attributes. like all of them,
2: like yeah, they all fall under dive really. So out of those five, it's definitely it's got to be dodge. It's mm-hmm. in there twice. All right.
1: So you guys more? Are you
0: guys more Xbox? One guys or PS4 guys? That's my next question.
1: Uh, Xbox slash PC. Xbox One. Know. Yeah. Fortnite is uh, drawing me to PC. Yeah. yeah. That's got to
2: be coming up somewhere, is it? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fortnite's right. taking over the world. So the next
0: question is, how many victories in Fortnite do you guys have? Because I'm, I'm still sitting on
2: zero right now. I got one. one. Don't feel bad. I have eight solos. Oh, this is, eight solos. That's... Yeah. That's not I, all. My friends have way more than me, so Same. I mean, they just uh, in, initiate that um, cross platform yeah. mode. So that's been awesome. It's nice now I'm playing with my PC friends and they're carrying me, so now I'm getting more wins. <laughs> they ask me again in a couple of days, so it will be a double that.
1: <laughs> Some of our teammates are really good. Joe and Briggy, they're super yeah, good. They no, always post like fifteen kills. Uh, no, no, like, you guys like are nuts. I feel I like know. they play with kids with no fingers. I out, know, so. like potatoes. <laughs> yeah,
2: I'm like that's not even fair. I always play against the best kids. It's crazy. All right, Spotify or Apple Music. Spotify. Apple Music.
1: What? You're getting ripped
2: off. <laughs> yeah, man. But Apple Music has uh, like that that lyric thing at the bottom. You just put show lyrics, you can read the lyrics right there. Spotify doesn't have that.
1: <laughs> that's just not a good point. <laughs> <laughs> it is
2: not. Everyone I know, they're like, Apple man, Music still pays, pays per song? No, it's just pay $10 a month. Oh. Well, all right, then you I'm, I'm less heavily
1: into Spotify. I just uh, always use Yeah, well, songs. it
2: used to be per song. And then yeah, you that's... get the subscription, and it's like, you get every song you want. Personal... I think they're faster with uh, getting um you know new music. I think they are not. That's just they were too
1: slow to switch the, for, away from the per song basis, so they lost me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> right. Yeah, Spotify's got that deal though. You get um, yeah, Spotify and Hulu. You know, you get a deal from, if you're yeah, a student. Yeah, yeah too, exactly. Five bucks for yeah. a student. That, that's that's saving about fifteen bucks a
0: month right yep. there. It's
1: so nice. I love it. All
2: right,
0: so uh, last hot take question: Who was the better dodgeball player, White Goodman or Peter Lafleur?
1: I'm gonna say Peter Lafleur. He won. <laughs> that one on one will go down in history. Yeah,
2: it has to be Peter the I yeah.
1: mean, I feel like White got complacent, that he was already better, and so he didn't. He wasn't hungry for it. And then, then Peter, even though he gave that nonchalant, he had the passion. He had the drive, and it's all about how hungry you are. analysis. <laughs> <laughs> uh, in yeah, I like that. I haven't seen the movie in a while, so it's
2: like, wait, which one's who? But that's a crime. All right, this has
0: been Hot Takes. brought
2: to you by no one because we still
0: don't have sponsors. All right, so next set of questions here. Just talk about the success the team has had all the years. You said you've been national runners off. Uh, just get dive into that a little bit. What else is success you guys have had individually?
2: You want to go ahead? Uh, big success for me so far. I think I've just made, uh, as a, a second-year player, I keep bringing it up, but I think I've made a huge jump myself. It's something I really worked hard for. It's like a personal goal, like I said, just from going from the 13th man on the roster to OT6, which is your top six players, to being an assistant captain, um, you know, just got nominated to be an all star for what it's worth. Uh, and that for me, that's just, I've seen like a huge just gap from where I started to all the way up till now. It's been my hugest accomplishments
1: for me. Um, if you talking about individual or as a team?
0: You do both, you can go individual first, team first, or first
1: um, I'll do. He did individual, I'll, I'll do our team. As far as our team, I've been with the team when we couldn't even field a, a full roster. We couldn't even bring 15 to my first nationals, we brought 10, and we picked some guy up on the way. <laughs> So (laughs) it was a rough start from where I've uh, personally seen this team. And I think – and we've actually improved every single year, I think, talent-wise. The last three years, obviously, we haven't improved our our spot we finished. It's been second each time. But talent-wise, I think we've improved every year, although Grand Valley also was. So it was like we were just matching what they were doing. And then this year – it, Cause so what what happens is you graduate people and then you bring in new right that's how you change the dynamic of a team, and I think with uh, we graduated I think only three players from our last year and we brought in two really good new ones and that so to keep the experience we had uh, and then bring in two really clutch players gave us the depth and that is what's like propelled our team. To the best record that a single season's ever seen, I think. Yeah. Eighteen to zero. I think it's the best. Yeah, I think we. It was.
2: I mean, four, three, or four doesn't make a difference. And, but I think that was a big thing around the league was that we were losing a lot of talent. But throughout this year, it's cool. You kind of get to see how like each player individually got a little bit better over yep. the years, and it's like, wow. We I mean we lost uh, those four guys, but these guys have filled their spot in, and, and you know it makes a huge difference.
1: Absolutely, yeah. I, th- I just think. Uh, just just the the fact that we were able to keep the experience, I think, is an undervalued asset to why our team is so good this year, because uh, everyone's seen the situations before, so there's no panicking. There's no uncertainty when you face a team and you're down in numbers or stuff like that. So I think that experience is what's driving our team to have this incredible season that we're having now and setting us up on track to win the championship.
0: All right, so it leads to my next question. What's it going to take to win the national title? What's it going to take?
1: A lot of ibuprofen. <laughs> we played we play five high. games on that day. KT tape. Jeez. Yeah. Oh, but um. in all honesty, if we're going to be serious about it, it's we're going, everyone's meeting at my place tomorrow, the whole team, and we're going to do a film and strategy session, and we're going to be analyzing our last tournament as well as Grand Valley's last tournament and kind of look at the inner workings of what we did right, what we did wrong, um, what Grand Valley uh, was vulnerable to because they had some shaky games. Over there, they went to, uh, out in Virginia, they went to James Madison at a tournament. And so we'll be looking at those um, and basically what the pace of our game is looking like, uh, the technical issues we need to solve. Because at the end of the day, uh, players are going to play how they play. Like every every team and every sport, you have good days, you have bad days. And you can't do anything about that. You can't do anything about a missed throw or a dropped catch on the day. But what you can do is make sure that your strategy is ironclad, that everybody's on the same page, and that everyone has that drive to win. And that's okay. what I think uh, is going to be the three key factors to taking home this year.
2: Well, lot discipline into that, and then having a lot of trust in your teammates. I mean, no mistakes. Especially like against Grand Valley, that team is normally mistake-free for the most part. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then trusting your teammates, just having their backs when you're supposed to be there, being in the right spot at the right time, it's huge. What's your guys' pregame routine?
0: You don't mention the kind of National you are playing five games in one day, but what's like, your routine right beforehand?
1: So... Um, before we start every game, we'll start out with a warming up. Obviously, we'll just do a little throwing, uh, play catch to get the hands down, see the speed of the ball a little bit. And then, um, before big games, we'll always stretch. Like, before the tournament starts, we'll stretch as a team in a circle. And then, before each game starts, after warming up, we'll get in, like, a huddle. We'll do a little talk. um, Talk about key players, what needs to be happening. um, Because we have different strategies for different teams, stuff like that. And, It'll be making sure everyone's on the same page and then, like, a little hype-up speech at the end to just kind of, like, go blind, get in the zone, and just understand that whatever happens, whatever strategy happens, we need to play with some fire.
2: Yeah, um, to add on to, like, the, you know, warming up and tossing the ball back and forth, um, trying to get our big-time throwers locked in and hitting the spots, you know, putting our hands on specific spots for them to hit so they get locked in and they're being really accurate, that's huge. I think, you know, it's just getting our players, you know, drilled into the zone, so they're, you know, out there on the court and being really consistent and not throwing catches because, you know, that just kills the game.
1: And then there, we have a very specific uh, morale hype-up speech that we do yeah. uh, before every Grand Valley game. Really? Could go yeah. for all the chips, really. Yeah, it, it could. It could but, go for uh, every sport. It's been, it's been, like, grandfathered in to um, Brett Hadwin, who was our assistant captain, or one of our captains when I first joined. He said it, or no, it was... Um, I don't know who it was. This is beyond my oh, time. What's his name? <laughs> uh, Chuck. Chuck, uh, Chuck something, Chuck man. something. Yeah, but uh, he was on our team when I first joined, and I don't know where he got this speech from or, or where it came from, but he said it one time, and I don't know the team loved it and I loved it, and when he graduated, he passed it down to Brett, and Brett would say it a bunch of times, and then Brett graduated uh, two years ago, and so then I I pick up the mantle to carry the speech now, and and I'll pass it down to whoever I see has the the fire in it to to ignite it, but it's it's our like go to. Game time, speech, it's it's on the line, and uh, it'll forever be in our club.
0: All right. How can people get involved with trying to join the club dodgeball team?
1: So there is no, like, process you have to go through. It's just if you're out there and you're listening right now, um, (laughs) Monday and Thursday, Monday at 7, Thursday at 9 in rows uh, 143, right? Yes, 143. Uh, We practice, and practices are open to everybody. Um, You don't have to be good. You don't have to be great. You can be bad. It doesn't matter. If you want to come out and have some fun one day, um, come on out, and it's that's the great thing about it is you can just walk in, and if you like it, you like it, and you can come back, and we'd love to see you, and if you don't like it, it was thanks for coming. We appreciate you to see what it is, get exposure to us, and you know just give us more targets. It's, but uh,
2: yeah, yeah, it's a ton of fun. Uh, I mean when we do have full participated practices, the energy is fun. You have so many different uh, personalities on the yeah. team, just from being. I don't know. Who, I, don't know who, I don't know. Did you come out? Do you were the one at practice? Yeah. I don't know if you saw Nick Watson, one of the most animated kids on our team. That guy, he gets one person out, and he's it's like he won the national title. But you know, it's a ton of fun, super competitive, and it's. I know, I know. It's people say dodgeball. I know when I first started, my roommates used to tease me all the time. Yeah. I go to practice, and be like, you going to golf? Yeah. They change it up every time. You going to uh, play um, ski ball? I'm like, no, I'm going to play dodgeball. But as I like, got more into it, into it, and I, like, I, yeah, we're good. They're like, wow, it's actually it's pretty cool. You know. And even my mom tell my mom about it, and she tells like her coworkers and her friends. And it's it's bigger than what you actually think. Like we have, like I said, we have a content team. There's articles that come out for a league that talk about each tournament. They talk about the post results of the tournament. They do uh, articles in between tournaments. And there's nothing going on about like players and uh, possible MVPs. You know, it's it's more than just the sport itself.
0: I was curious what's the name of that website you just mentioned.
1: NCDA. Uh, yeah, .com? It's, is it's dot com? I, don't, I have it saved on my home on one of my like favorites, so I've never typed it in, in a long time.
2: Uh yeah, they I mean if you just type in N C D A or Dodgeball on like Facebook, if you go to the page, they release all all the articles through that, uh, and they'll all be there. I mean they even stream Basically, they stream most of the games they can too. National Dodgeball Association. Yeah. that's
1: Yeah.
0: So so it's the N C D A, not the a-D-A-A, the American Dodgeball Right, American. exactly. Okay, yeah. gotcha. We switched it up a little bit from the movie. Gotcha. Oh, we have a little problems there. <laughs> All right. Good so, reference. Kind of bring us home here, a couple more questions. Um, Who was your favorite teacher in high school?
1: Wow, that's really bringing it way back. Totally Mine bad. was, uh, without doubt, her name was Madame Hearn, and she was my French teacher, and uh, I went to France for my senior year of summer. If we were in French for four years, we got to go. And, I mean, she was just the coolest. And... Uh, I don't know. She didn't even make me take my final. Yeah, we had someone else take it. And it was awesome. She was she was like the the homie, and um, I would always bring her like uh, French pastries when I'd go out to lunch, just because she I'd have her after lunch and I'd just be late, <laughs> and if I hear I don't worry about it. So she was she was always my go to number one teacher.
2: Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez, toss up. Um,
0: you can mention two of you have to you debate between the two. That's totally fine.
2: <laughs> I had all They're right. One of them, I don't even know his uh, first name, but I just know him as uh, Mister Lombardo. Uh, he was also my seventh grade football coach, so it was cool. So I had him as a coach in seventh grade, and then I had him as a Algebra Two teacher going into high school, which was nice. Uh, but he, you know, he was always like super helpful. He and my mom had like a pretty good relationship too, and we were talk and like at teacher conferences and stuff like that. Um, well, and then the other one, my AP Stats t- teacher Michael Carpenter. This guy, uh, he was just I don't know, he was a goon. Um, but I remember this one specific day, uh, uh, we had like, I had this, my binder and it was like really like falling apart and I uh, like, like the, the things in the middle, they weren't clicking and all my papers flew out and I, you know, I screamed f- f- right in front of everybody and he was standing around there and he was just like, Oh no, man. Like he was like really sarcastic about it. Like he'd normally be mad, but he was really joking about it. And that's just something that I've always loved about it. And it was just, it was at that time, it was just hilarious. What
0: about here at college? Here's any, who's your oh, professor easy. there here?
1: Uh, professor Michael Garver. He is a uh, marketing research professor. And he like instilled basically my my passion and love for market research and like basically pointed me on what, like, what I want to do in my career because I was always like a little ambiguous what I wanted to do with marketing. And I took his class of market research 450 and I loved it and I've I've kept great relations with him. I went on a tour of J.D. Power and another in Gongus with him and um, I just always keep emailing him. and. That'll, I'll have that connection, hopefully, for life. I have a professor like that, too, um, Robert Miller, Dr. Miller.
2: Uh, he's When I first came into school, I wanted to be an uh, accounting major, yeah. Then I took 255 and got my first C ever in my life and so decided it was not not for me. Uh, but he <laughs> came <that> <laughs> He came into one of our classes um, as a freshman you know just did like a little spiel about information systems and normally I don't pay attention to these things. That's like a free day to me mm-hmm. uh, as, as it is for many students. but he did like a phenomenal job and it right there is when I switched over now our relationship with him for like the past three years has been I go in his office hours just to have a conversation with him. He usually has to kick me out because theres students waiting. He also takes me out to lunch. He's just been there for like giving me advice in there whenever I need him to be there. So i always keep that relationship. Hopefully.
0: All right. Last question before our final segment, the final word. Um, you each get an opportunity to share a meal, a meal with one person. It could be living, dead. It could be a celebrity. It could be family.
1: Easy.
0: Who would you choose and why? Oh you're my God! No, you're I already
1: know. know. You're no, already right, know. Right. Yeah, um, I'd be having a nice steak dinner with Conor McGregor. Real? I am probably the biggest Conor McGregor fan you'll ever meet. <laughs> I absolutely adore all of his antics, and I think he's the best fighter. He's definitely the best fighter I've ever seen. He's like a modern-day Bruce Lee. And uh, I just absolutely love everything about him. And uh, that's without doubt a nice fine steak across the table with Conor McGregor. Kind of mean me. Maybe talking about your socks. I want to see what you like saying.
2: Jeez. I don't know if we'd had a steak dinner, but or where we'd be going, I'd probably like to have a dinner or do something with Rob Gronkowski. That man is an <laughs> <Really>? animal. <laughs> really? I, I don't think we'd I'd say let's not get dinner and let's go do something else and have some fun, but that guy is just – He's like a he's legendary seen party house. Yeah, yeah. yeah, exactly. I'm <laughs> just hanging out with him for one day would probably be one of the best times of my life. <laughs> All right. So, brings
0: us to our final segment the final word. Gentlemen, you both have the floor. You can each take your time here on this one. If you want to, you know, just chances to get something in your chest, maybe you think something, you know, whatever you like. So, gentlemen, the floor is yours. Hmm.
1: Well, to everyone listening, I appreciate you. I tried to keep my answers concise, but still interesting. And if you take anything away from this, it is that you should come out for practice uh, Monday, Thursday, Monday at 7, Thursday at 9, at rows 143. And uh, just try it out. Don't, um... Don't be hesitant don't think we' we're, we're scary or it, it's scary, or it's lame because it's not any of those things and uh, just come try it out have fun and you know don't knock until you try it as the saying goes
2: yeah. um, first off thanks for having us uh, we definitely need as much exposure as possible as a lot of us are graduating this year and I also agree with it that this is an amazing sport I mean way more than I thought it would ever be to me uh, oh, absolutely I, I don't sport think sport. I've, I don't think I've ever had a passion for a sport like this. Even more than I did for baseball, and that was my main sport. It's something that just built and grew and continually grew, and you know it's probably probably one of the best decisions I've ever made in my college career. So I, if you want to do need something to do, if you feel like you don't have enough to do in college, join a club. I mean, it doesn't have to be dodgeball, but I highly recommend it be dodgeball. <laughs> it was totally worth it. I have so many of my friends that are like, "Man, I need something to too." It's like you guys should join a club
1: or something, yep. and it's it's just worth it. I promise. Also, if you need Fortnite teammates. I think a hundred percent of our team plays, Yeah. and uh, we got that going on. <laughs> we'll also try
2: to convince you to play while we play Fortnite. Yeah. So,
1: so um, if you need looking for Fortnite teammates, <laughs> we got that for you. It's it's basically a Fortnite club, I and mean, we play uh, dodgeball sometimes. Yeah, we talk about it at <laughs> practice before you know. we start playing. So <laughs> we do we do everything around it. Yeah. But yeah, it's like a it's like a little family. Um, when we win together, it's we celebrate together. It's an absolute high. And and great uh, friends too. You may yeah.
2: I mean just adds to your friends and your connections great connections it's friends friends all have for life there's so. benefits all around joining
0: all right well gentlemen thank you for your time for being thank here you. today this gentleman was michael riley and grant weber both from the club Dodgeball team all right so that was michael and grant from the cmu club dodgeball team big shout out thank you to both of them Uh, They're very excited to be on here. I think maybe one of the most excited guests we've had. Uh, Yeah, great talk with those two. Thank you again. Good luck in the national tournament. And until next time, I am your host, Mitch Fosberg. I'll see you all down the road.